Welcome to The Dream Show. I'm Jane Teresa Anderson and this is episode 254-254 and our guest today is Meredith. Meredith from Ventura County, California has a beautiful dream. You'll hear all about it in a minute because I have just heard all about it and I am here putting the beginning of the show on. Now, for those of you who have never listened to The Dream Show before, I'll just let you know that the way that we set this up is that people volunteer to be a guest on the dream show which is absolutely fabulous and I'll tell you at the end of the show how you can be a volunteer if you want to do this process with me but you volunteer and we set everything up and I ask to know absolutely nothing about the dream until we start so the moment we start recording it's like you're hearing the dream as if at the same time as I'm hearing the dream, you get that sensation that we're hearing the dream freshly. And that gives you then the feeling of how I then go about asking the questions or interpreting the dream as if because I haven't seen the dream before. Now, if you actually consult me by Zoom or by phone, I, I get you to send me the dream <laughs> at least 24 hours before. And I put in a lot of the work before we start speaking. So I've already done that groundwork. But you all tell me that what you love is that fresh off the, oh, this is Jane Teresa hearing the dream for the first time. And where's she going to go with this? And so we've got that lovely exploring quality to it. And Meredith and I explore this one uh, beautifully, I think. We have a lovely, engaging conversation about the dream and lots of lot, Meredith gets lots and lots of insights from it. So I know that you're thoroughly going to enjoy this. Just before we go there, a reminder of the website addresses. So the websites, my websites are janeteresa.com. That's Teresa without an H, janeteresa.com. And there you can find out how to consult me privately. You can find out about the courses that, that I offer. You can read hundreds of blogs on dreams and dreaming. You can listen to every episode of the dream show that's ever been, all 254 and counting. And you can find out about my books. I'm the author of seven books and all sorts of other things. So plenty there for you. You can also sign up to the dream site newsletter to stay in touch my other website is the Dream Academy and the address for that is dream-academy-online.com and that's where you can go to learn all about uh, how to interpret your dreams, uh, how to do dream alchemy, um, how to become a dream therapist and those are, are courses that you do at your own pace, in your own time, watching videos from me on the site and downloading notes and filling in charts. So dream-academy-online.com if you'd like to be able to learn more about the, the art and science of dream interpretation, dream alchemy and dream therapy as I practice it. Or find me on social media, largely Instagram. But let's get on with the heart of the show, which is The Dream with Meredith. Welcome to The Dream Show, Meredith. Thank you. And you're in Ventura County. Yes, in California. In California. And it's early morning for us, so you've had a bit more day. What, what's, what's your day been like? What's, the, what's, what's Ventura County doing for you today? <laughs> well, it's funny because I, um, I actually slept in until 10, which is very unusual, and I had a lot of dreams <laughs> during the later part of my morning, and several of them pointed to bicycles, so I went on a bike ride. <laughs> <laughs> which I haven't done is my first one since moving here a few months ago. So um, I went down to the ocean and there's a nice path. Um, and I just, I rode and I um, 
met a, a, an artist and he pointed me to this art city and I went to there and so I went on an adventure it was very wonderful oh that sounds really beautiful that's lovely and all inspired by your dreams yes <laughs> I love it so as usual of course I have no idea what dream you've chosen for today so it's over to you now to tell us the dream okay great um so I'm in a public public space and there's some store quality but it's also like school a blonde woman works there and I'm asking her opinion on getting a piece of clothing for someone else her hair is really long um, blonde, white blonde um, she's only partly engaged but she agrees she agrees to my testing I ask her to try on a couple of tops and I've given her some compensation but I'm buying her more she puts the tops on all at once, and the top one is white. And I'm giving her three, actually. Mm -hmm. A man and woman couple enter the conversation and also want her opinion. She agrees to one dark blue short sleeve sweater, but one I will buy her isn't available. So I ask her opinion about yet another. She agrees, then goes on her way with work. I wonder why I'm buying her more things. <laughs> It seems, <laughs> it seems it's too much, but she agrees, so I think I owe her. I feel anxious and deferential to her. I tell the couple that Kirsty will appreciate it. I go to the changing room. I was assigned this one, and it's one with no bathroom. I feel okay about that. I sit on the floor to rest. I double-check that the walls and the door are secure. I'm grateful for the privacy. I can use the bathroom in another room later, and I hear people milling around. And that's it. Yeah, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, you mentioned Kirsty at the end. Who who was Kirsty? So that was so weird. I've never dreamed of a Kirsty, and the only the thing that came to me at first um, is I watched this Australian series, Offspring, and there was a Kirsty in that and. And it's funny because I did have like strong feelings about her. Oh. So, yeah, it's funny that that if that's who it is, the the other the other person is a woman named Kirsten that I knew in high school, and she has the long white blonde hair, uh -huh. like the woman at the store. So, yeah. <laughs> so it could be it could be either or. Um, were, yeah. you, were you watching Offspring in the one or two nights before the dream? No, I watched the whole series and I ended it like last month. Ah, so it's some way back, yeah. Mm. Yeah. And if if you said you had strong opinions about Kirsty, the the character in Offspring, what what are those strong opinions? She was um, she was like double. She had two different sides to her. I felt um, she one of the things that she did on the show was bring her brother to um, help her, their father, change their business to be more compassionate and, and more employee-related. And that was like a big passion of hers. But then she, would, she was trying to get her brother to go back to this older, unhealthy relationship. Mm. So 
So she seemed enlightened in one way and and not in another. Yes, mm. yeah, two sides, enlightened and shadowed. Yes, <laughs> yeah, and and when you think of Kirsten back at high school, because you felt that she looked more like the dream character with her hair, um, how would you describe Kirsten as you knew her back then? I didn't know her very well. Um, she was one of the more popular people, and my a friend that I was close with was friend, really good friends with her. And mm. so there was sort of this, um, I was jealous of her also, um, not only because she was closer to the friend that I was really liking, you know, mm. wanting to spend time with, but also because she seemed happy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and And just, and, and kind of, grounded you know in that yeah and you weren't at that age presumably no. No. <laughs> I, was, I was so not yeah I was searching searching doing all kinds of things not grounded mm. so um we we'll, we'll come back to the Kirstie in the dream later and um it will make sense once we interpret the rest of the dream but when the name does come up it's really interesting to explore what it means for you personally and the fact that we were talking about Kirstie from Offspring and you did want to mention Kirsten as well suggests that your unconscious mind was joining in and going yeah yeah but mention Kirsten because of the hair so yes <laughs> we, we've got those things in there so you're in a public space and you're not sure whether it's a store or a school. What made you think that it might be a school? I don't know. I just wrote it. So mm. when I wake up from a dream, I just I just write as quickly as possible so that I don't, you know, fill mm. my fill it with ideas from my conscious mind. That's great. Um, yeah, it, it doesn't always work, but <laughs> that's something that I wrote when I when I looked back at it to read it. To yes. go into it today, I was I was surprised at that, and it's yeah. actually the school thing came at the end. So I wrote, "I'm in public, and there is some store quality." And then at the end of the, as I finished the dream, I wrote, "It was more than a store; it was also school related." Ah, so that's interesting that you mentioned Kirsten then, because she was school related. She was from yes. high school, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that might be a clue there. Um, right. But and also, in school too, <laughs> and in school, yeah. <laughs> I guess, um, I guess, school is what a place of learning. What do you feel about school? Yeah. Well, I'm in school right now. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a, um, and there's just a lot going on. <laughs> okay. So, so that reference to school may um, more more likely refer, as you're saying, to the fact that you're in school now, rather than referring back to. Um, Kirsten and school days although the two can be related they could be very related yeah. yeah so the beginning of a dream often states the the situation or the theme that the rest of the dream goes on to explore so you're really beginning is straight up and I love the way that you said that you just write it down without any conscious intervention you write it down quickly because that's the best thing to do but straight up the first thing you wrote down was public space so mm -hmm. we're not only looking at a building which can be a public space like a store or a school, we're looking perhaps at my Meredith's public space, the space in which I am in public, particularly because 
at the end of the dream, you were re- you were really quite pleased to get some privacy to get into that changing yes. room and uh, privacy and security. Yes. Thank goodness. So, you know, one thing you can do with a dream is is to just very quickly from a, an overview point point of view is to look for two opposites, and you've got public space right out there, and you've got privacy right in here. So yes. somewhere between those two, if those are an axis, could be the issue could be one of the issues that the dream is exploring there's mm. how I am in public or how I feel about being in public and there's how I am in private or how I feel that like I am <laughs> I am in private or where along that line do I want to be do I want to be half in public half private da 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 mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting then isn't it that when you mention Kirsty from Offspring what is this one of the things that she one of her sides was that she wanted more compassionate business, um, wanted mm-hmm. more employee interaction, I think, if I'm reading my scrubby writing properly. <laughs> um, so employee re- employee interaction is a kind of public thing, isn't it? Yeah. And business is a public thing. Business is not a private thing, really, I guess. What, what, right. kind, what kind of business did Kirsty and Offspring have? Well, she worked for her father. Oh, and it true. was, uh, mm. yeah, it was um, some kind of manufacturing um, right. company. Yeah. So it could. But she, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, so it could feed into a store if it was manufacturing. But you, yes, you, you, that's true. You keep going. Yeah, um, the the father. You know, she was in her probably forties, so the father was older. He still worked there, but she was pretty much the manager. Mm-hmm. of the company now and so um she was trying to make it you know more amenable mm-hmm. for the employees more amenable so again it, you know that 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 may or may not be a link to this question of public space and private space being amenable um how amenable do uh, how, what is the right level of being amenable that we offer to people? When when do we step over the line and we're being drained of our energy all the time? Yes, yes. <laughs> it's getting I that, can relate to that, yeah. Yeah, getting that balance right. Particularly because yeah. you've got that feeling in the beginning of the dream, like I'm um, helping this woman choose her clothes. And, and oh, and I wrote down when you were, one of the things you said was, um, I wish I could read this. One one of the things that she that I buy isn't available. Was that right? What, what was that yes. bit in the dream about available? Yeah. So um, one that I'm going to buy isn't available to like. It was like to um, show her. It's like I was bringing them to her and saying, well, "Is this one good? Is this one good?" And then she would say yes, and and then put it on, and um, and then it was like I couldn't access one of them so I couldn't get her opinion or I couldn't show her you know what it was going to look like all right yeah oh interesting yeah so there is a sense there of looking at all these options but also as you say later on in the dream why am I buying her all these tops yeah (laughs) (laughs) what what am I doing it what am I what am I giving am I being too amenable maybe And yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe even am I being too available because that word available came up when the top that you wanted to show her wasn't available. So we can then say that the, the dream may be exploring questions of availability, how available to be, 
for others will come to yourself later but how 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 available to be how amenable to be how do i work this public space versus private space thing yeah and, for and, sure yeah and why <laughs> why why am i doing this can i step back and have a think about this for a while <laughs> Let me, yeah. let me hide out for a while. Yes. Some refuge. Some private space, yeah. Um, after I wrote, when I was taking notes while you were speaking, after I wrote, why am I buying her all these tops, I've then, I've then written anxious and... Um, what, what did you say about your feelings there and whose feelings Deferential. Were... Deferential. I was, yeah, I was just like doing it because she needed it. Mm. Yeah. I, I'm just writing that down. I was doing it because she needed it. That's definitely deferential and um, yeah. over being overly available, isn't it? And amenable. Yes. Yeah. We'll come to the colours of the tops in a minute and the, the fact that they're tops. Um, no, actually, we'll do, that. we'll do that now. I was going to do something later. So we'll go back to the beginning of the dream. You're in a public space and it may or may not um, relate to the fact that you're in school at the moment. So it may be around whatever's happening for you in school and how public, private you want to be, how available you want to be, how deferential you might may find yourself being and how often you ask yourself the question, why am I doing all of this? Um, and of course, the other, the flip side of a school could be that there's learning involved in this. And then in the dream, the next thing that happens was this um, female was there and um, she wanted opinion she wanted opinions on her clothing really didn't she yes yeah well she was like i got the she works there ah so why did so why was she wanting your opinion on clothes if she worked there i don't know mm. yeah wow yeah it's did you it get... was weird. It was that's why the deferential, I think, because I, I didn't quite understand. Yeah. Why am I doing this? But I'm I feel drawn to it. Yes. I feel drawn to help someone. Even though she should have been helping you because she was the assistant. Mm. Yeah. That was her job. You were doing her job. Wow. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> weren't you <laughs> yeah. isn't her job to help you find clothes <laughs> yes wow. that's really interesting yeah so I I was doing her job and feeling deferential about it and wondering why I'm doing it so at the moment right. we're exploring this dream um, at, from the point of view of you relating to other people later on we'll take that deeper step where we look at everyone in a dream as an aspect of yourself and see what a deeper insight that gives but at the moment we're staying on the relational aspect which will be playing out in your life somewhere and then we go deeper to the mm -hmm. aspects of the self which help explain why um okay yeah she was white blonde um, yes. What What's your feeling about what's in your beautiful unconscious mind that we've all got, which is totally un-PC and totally judgmental, <laughs> because that's what comes in while we're sleeping and it shows us all yeah. these sides. What does white blonde characterize for you? <laughs> this perfection. It's very um, archetypal in our culture and my culture. Um, mm. um, like the 
Elsa from Frozen, that movie. Yes. She has that white blonde hair. I didn't watch the movie, but um, I didn't want to get caught up in her. But there was also this person growing up that um, had that kind of hair, and she was she was the daughter of my piano teacher and she was always happy and then she killed herself. And, oh. and m my mother said something about it not making sense because she seemed so happy. Mm. And that's interesting because one of the things you said about Kirsten was that she seemed happy and grounded and you didn't feel that way. Yeah. 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 So we kind of got that link, link twice there. Um, what appears on the surface, oh, in the public space, the, uh, what yeah. we, how we appear in the public space may be happy, but on the inner space, we may, in the case of your piano teacher's daughter, have been something quite different, and perhaps in Kirsten, something quite different on the inner space too. But how we, how we appear, the contrast in how we appear in public space. Um, although you didn't watch Elsa and you said you didn't want to get caught up with all of that, was that because you already <laughs> you already saw Elsa as the archetypal um, white perfection culture, or was there? A, do, do you otherwise have a have a, a feeling for what Elsa the character represents, or what Frozen the movie represents for you? There's personally? a lot of letting go, so <laughs> <laughs> and I already do a fair amount of grieving and um, just um, yeah. So I think. Um, I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, well, I don't really need that. Yes. Yeah. That. Yeah. Okay. So that sense of you're already in there, in that inner sanctum, in that private space, doing all of that. Um, you don't, you don't need more of that. And yet your unconscious mentioned it just while we're talking about, you know, white blonde hair. So I guess the fact that the girl in the dream, the store attendant had the white blonde hair. She was out in the public space of the store and she was perhaps, she should have been the Elsa, the archetypal perfect store assistant maybe yeah um yeah <laughs> even though actually yeah. she wasn't because she was asked well maybe mm, actually she was acting very entitled wasn't she and asking other yes. people to yes <laughs> so maybe she was the archetypal white long white haired person yeah. i'm I, I don't know what i'm doing working this job for because really everybody should be helping me it's all about me right. <laughs> <laughs> huh interesting yeah and you, you perceived her in the dream I wrote down while you were talking. You said that she was partly engaged. Was that correct? Yeah, she was only like, yeah, it was like she didn't really appreciate what I was doing. Yeah. So I'm doing, Yet expecting me to at the same time. Yeah. So I'm doing someone else's job. I'm doing the job that someone else should be doing, and it's not even really being fully appreciated. Yeah. But you agree, you, got, you go along with it and you test the tops. And she puts on at least three tops at one point, and the top one is white. Yeah. Yeah, what do you remember? Do you remember, what, yes, just, do remember what color the other ones were? No, um, it seems that there's some pink or orange in hmm. there. What, what do the colors, what does pink, well, firstly, what does pink mean to you or f feel like to you? Pink is soft and. Um, compassion and feminine yeah to me yeah soft compassion and feminine and orange creativity oh lovely and white <laughs> <laughs> spiritual almost to the um exclusion of shadow yes 
which brings us back to um, the archetypal perfection again too, doesn't mm. it? Yeah. So, yeah. So you could say there, you could say that the, the top level may be the public, given, given the nature of the dream. Mm. The white could be the public space, the white spiritual um, to the almost to the exclusion of shadows and then going deeper into the levels beneath that creativity beneath that the softer compassionate more feminine um self and these are all on that we're all dressing the top not the bottom what does how do you feel about dressing in tops what do tops and clothing mean to you um I kind of pay more attention to the top that I wear than the bottom. Yeah. I mean, the bottom is comfort. So I'm like, I I wear pants that are comfortable. Yes. Um, and contained. Yeah. <laughs> um, not, I don't wear dresses anymore. Um, and the tops, I every day, you know, I look at what I'm wearing and think about how I want to present. Yes, how I want to present. I can relate to that, unfortunately. I keep saying I must wear something other than jeans. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I go on wearing jeans and usually yeah. just a selection of maybe two or three pairs and but the tops change all the time. But you've, you've nailed it there with every day I look and I just choose which top about how I want to present. Um, we all do that and it's important that we do that, whether we're presenting for ourselves or other people. It's part of the creativity of being in the world but it does also resonate with this um, public space again how I want to present how I want people to see me maybe or how I want to think about myself today yeah and in that sense at the time of the dream you had um, how I want to appear is maybe I'm just trying it on you weren't actually deciding on which one or she wasn't deciding which ones to buy but I'm trying on the idea of being spiritual on top but maybe that's to the exclusion of shadows. So underneath that, I'd like to have layers of creativity and soft, oh. compassionate, feminine. And maybe or maybe not, I'll take the white top off and show what's underneath something along those lines. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. But then in the end, you agree to the dark blue short sleeve shirt. Is that the one that she tried on or is that the one that was unavailable? No. Um Oh, maybe. It's hard to know, like, if I'm talking about yet another one or, mm. yeah, it seems like she agrees to one dark blue short sleeve sweater, but one I will buy her isn't available. Yes. So the one dark blue short sleeve sweater that I've chosen isn't available. Right. Okay. So dark blue, Meredith, <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean to you? Um ocean um it's deep to me it's mm. solid mm. um trying to um thick um mm. rich rich that's the word rich. That I'm looking for. Yeah. yeah rich in the sense of um like if I, if I, if, like I want to be in it. Like if I, if I, that's a color that I, I want to be in. Be you in. Know? Yeah. Yeah. If, if I, if I had to look at all the colors, 
dark blue is one that I could sit in. And that would sit be in. fine having around me. Yes, a kind of immersion almost. Yeah. 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 Absolutely beautiful. And it's interesting that towards the end of the dream, you, you don't go into a dark blue change room, but you want to go into that kind of private space, which may be similar okay. to that. But that, that in the dream, that sense of this, um, well, you know, also ocean deep. When, when, you, when you said deep, I was thinking, yeah, like deeper than the tops and the superficial tops. I want to go yes. deeper than that. Yeah. Yes. Um, and also the fact that when you said ocean deep and solid, I was thinking back to Kirsten at high school, who seemed happy and grounded. So I've got solid and grounded there, that okay. wished to be deeper, more solid, maybe grounded, but immerse, richly immersed in it, sit in it, be in it, is not available to you at the moment. At the time of the dream, my choice is really that, all of that sense, but it's not available to me at the moment. I feel it's not available to me at the moment. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe because I'm too busy doing somebody else's job and... and <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, because I think that I'm in the depths, but um, maybe there's something missing. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come to that when we flip and look at the characters as all being inner characters. Mm. Yeah, and the fact that you were actually able to deeply, that dark blue, even though you hesitated and thought about it quite a lot or let the feelings come to you, you actually had more associations with dark blue than the other colours. It was really like, I'm really going in to find this. It was, It's a part of you that's there, but it's not completely available at a touch of a button. It's like, I'm going in to find this. It's rich. How is it rich? I want to be in it. I want to sit in it. It's like it's something, it's there, but I really want to want to be in it more and I can't quite get to the depth that I want to be because mm -hmm. because there's all this other stuff happening so Kurt you mm. were, that's where you say Kirsty will Kirsty will appreciate it do you mean the dark top or the anxiety what 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 would Kirsty appreciate I got the sense that she will appreciate the work that's being done mm. you know like this process of of the whole choosings of the tops yes yeah Okay. Like I was just letting them know. It's like they were they were coming also to do something similar and they were just watching this process and I was affirming for them like she'll, she's going to appreciate it. Like mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> again doing her job of appreciating what I'm doing for her but I'm making sure that <laughs> yeah it's going to happen. <laughs> you do it well. <laughs> <laughs> So if we, if we look at Kirsty from Offspring, um, you've got the sense, remember, that although she's got two sides, and on the other hand, you, you, know, you did describe white as being spiritual to the exclusion of the shadow, so maybe it's a good thing to have two sides. It's just how we integrate the light and the dark, isn't it? But, yes, definitely. But, yeah. But back to Kirsty herself, remember you, your first association with her was making a business more employee-related um, and your contrast to that was that she wanted the brother um, to be back, return to an unhealthy relationship. So we might say there's a, the Kirsty mm. dynamic might be unhealthy versus healthy. And mm -hmm. you've identified the healthy side of her perhaps as, um, as, as growing the business as the, as the, the uh, more present generation and, and uh, reaching out, getting more employee interaction going on so more public <laughs> stuff going on mm -hmm. so um 
wanting to the fact that she'll be appreciated um Kirsty or a part of myself uh is it wants to um interact more with other people or with employees or um have a more compassionate business that was the the sense of her business uh, be yes. more compassionate and that part of myself will be really pleased by this process of choice that I've been going through here and even <laughs> though I can't get the dark blue I know that that's what I really want um, and somehow there'll be a part of me that's working towards a more compassionate business or way of being that's going to be really pleased that I'm noting my um, anxiety and feelings of being deferential for doing someone else's job or for um, focusing on the the tops and how I present myself rather than this beautiful dark blue space, which is where I want to come from. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Does that resonate? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. In school, yeah, mm. I'm I'm working at a, a free. Uh, I I do a, I'm doing a practicum, so I'm in a counseling psychology program. Yeah. And becoming more compassionate, and <laughs> you know that's what it requires of me, and um, it's really what I want. Um, and so I'm just, but I'm also, I do have to be deferential, and I have to do things that are not exactly what I want. Mm. And it's hard. Mm. And I've been questioning, you know, how much of that do I do? <laughs> yes, yeah. Is do you mean the deferential in the in the sense of being a student, or in terms of applying um, practices and theories that aren't really where you're coming from? Both. Both. Right. So as a student, we have to work someplace, you know, wherever somebody will let us work for free. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's that, and then. Um, and then, yeah, um, where I'm working, I have to apply uh, certain theories that don't feel completely at home for me. Mm -hmm. I, I can I can appreciate the learning aspect. Like I'm, this is going to be good because the things that I want to do, I'm not sure how how well they'll be, how easily I'll be able to do them in the world. The kind of counseling that I'm doing right now is more what people seem to want yes <laughs> so, yeah yeah so that feeling of um I'm providing I'm practicing the kind of theories and services that um that people seem to want rather than the the, the kind of um steps or offerings that I would I feel more at home with I want to be yes. in I want to sit in yes so that reference to school goes throughout there in that sense too from what you've just said there that you appreciate the learning being made <laughs> or required yeah. Uh, yeah. To, to apply different theories that you don't feel comfortable with or you don't even necessarily agree with but there is learning even even yes. if even if the learning that comes from that is you know what I still <laughs> I still prefer the ways the ideas that I've got and the ways that I want and I've, I've tried the opposite and that's what I want to do or anything in between yeah yeah, I'm still figuring it out, you know. how. I, I, I mean, I guess I have ideas about what I want to do, but um, having to just put that aside every every moment, you know, and, mm -hmm. and do all these other things, it, it, I, I kind of start doubting, is that really what I want to do? Do I want to do, you know, is it going to be harder to do it the, what I want to do am I going to have clients am I going to you know 
Yes, yeah. Yeah, all of yeah, that, the definitely. business aspect of it. Yeah, which goes right back to Kirsty again and how to get right. that compassionate business. Yeah, yeah, the business, and I'm hearing what you're saying, you know, will I be able to earn an income through doing what I feel is what I want to do and how I want to do it versus doing someone else's job, which brings us, I do want to get to the bottom line of the dream later, but I'm going to reserve that till later, you know, the last sentence in your dream. But given what we've just been talking about, we can now look, if we go and look at everyone in a dream as an aspect of the self, the the, the store or school um, attendant is really the aspect of yourself that's having to stand in and do this job, isn't it? You're having to do the job as a practicum student, in a sense, of of um of selling <laughs> mm-hmm. the, the clothes mm-hmm. or the theories or whatever yes, um, yes yeah and although um and in the dream she's not doing her job you're having to do her job for her so there's a sense yeah. of i not quite can't quite touch it can you touch that yeah um for one i'm trying to sell these the patients that I work with on these on these <laughs> theories and these ways of, you know, healing. For one, one of my prime jobs at my site is to kind of introduce them to therapy and like that this would be good for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I work in a um, place where um, people come for very serious mental health issues, um, suicidality and stuff. So, um, so yeah, um, it's, it's interesting that you're um, having to sell them. I feel like I'm, yes, I'm trying (laughs) to sell them wares, you know, like here, believe this here, try this on, try. Yeah. It's what it feels like. I, I run these groups and I haven't quite found my footing in them. I've been doing it for four months. So, um, I feel anxious. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, what do they need? I don't know what they need. So the hospital tells me, you know, what to do. And I have my doubts about if it's useful, but. It doesn't yeah. feel right. Yeah. And it's interesting Not, that you said it, there, I didn't find my footing. So we've got footing grounded and solid as some of the things that came up. Um, yeah. Yeah, that makes so much sense. So, you know, from what I'm hearing, you're, you've got that sense of instead of actually um, being in the moment with these people and helping them to get in touch with themselves or understand themselves or shift perspective or whatever it is, instead of being in that, instead of doing the actual work that I want to do, I'm mm-hmm. instead selling options. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's impossible to do the work I want to do in that sort of situation. I'm in these groups that I see the people sometimes one day sometimes two days and then I'm gone or or they're gone or maybe I see them the next week but it's very quick Mm -hmm. um and so um and in a group situation you can't focus on the individual too much you know they bring something into the room and and we can work on it to that extent but um but yeah you can't go to the deep yeah can't go to the dark blue right with them or with your, or put yourself in that space because you're too busy doing the other work that's required of you that you've just described rather than, oh. yeah, rather than. So just, I try to go with myself. And, and part of that is noticing what's happening in me during the group. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I've just started really understanding how to do that and how um, that's worthwhile. Yes. So. So that's yeah. that's great. That's a that, going back to the school metaphor. That's a learning. Yeah. How to yeah. do it. Um, and and is part of doing that related to that feeling of getting the footing, getting the grounding, getting the solidity of the dark blue ocean, ocean deep solid. Yeah, because as long as I'm only focused on the others, mm. um, I'm missing half the story. Yeah, do you so, know what other half the story you're missing? We go back to is, the tops again, all the tops. Right, yeah, right. They're they're on the outside, so I'm missing. I'm missing the, yeah, the deep part of me that's uh, contributing to the group yes. dynamic. That's totally right. And and if you go to footing and solid and grounding, and then what comes after you're wearing your shoes <laughs> is your jeans or your whatever, and then your tops. So if you're yeah. looking at the tops, you're looking at the top half of the person. You're not looking at the bottom half of the person. If you're looking at yourself, you're up there in the... Um, in the top area of your being, however you mm-hmm. might, rep- whether you're looking at that as chakras or um, brain or heart or whatever, but the grounded part of your being, metaphorically, your, your, your legs and your feet are not referenced in the dream because the focus is on the tops. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So that getting doing that process that you have beautifully described there of gradually and more recently getting deeper within yourself and getting more beginning to find your footing, which is the words that I added, um, is actually putting you in that space where you're feeling more able to help. Yeah. I doubt it, though. So that's... You doubt yourself. I doubt my ability to help them from that place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So so I've come from a top-down. That's kind of, you know, this these, these theories that I have to, mm. you know... I, I need something some sort of structure to go in with. I can't just go in thinking, well, we're just going to wing it and see how how everybody's (laughs) feeling. Too many people, too many energies, and the situation that it is, um, I I don't know that I would be able to contain that. So, um, but but yeah, the top-down, I haven't wanted to do top-down, so I do a mix, but um, yeah just thinking about how I've dropped down more into the <laughs> feeling myself in mm. the process. Yes. That can help steer me, but I totally am afraid of, like, losing the containment. Like, if there's too much silence, then they start to, you know, <laughs> like, aren't you supposed to be doing something? <laughs> that's, that That's the tough one, isn't it? Because... You know, conventionally, it's in the silence where the other person is actually. Well, I'll give an example. When I asked you about the colors, you got pink. Yeah, I know what pink is. It's soft, compassionate, feminine, orange, yet creativity, dark blue. Ah, oh, it's a bit of a silence there. Ocean, mm. deep, solid. Um, yeah, and there's a bit more sort of. And that's, and that's where, as a therapist, if someone was doing that to you, you might be going, oh, <laughs> but actually the silence is when the other person has actually hit something they don't actually know consciously and that and they are maybe dropping into the unconscious and 
have lost contact with actually words and things. They're actually floating around in there looking for something. And that can be where the magic happens. But yeah, from I totally agree. From your from your seat, it's like, oh, is is that where they are? Are they swimming in the ocean, or are they thinking of the shopping, or are they thinking something really awful? Like, what am I here for? <laughs> yes, mm. yes. And I've had people. So um, I've had a couple of incidents that happened in group that I got. I, I had a complaint lodged against me for not full, containing the group well enough for this Uh, patient and it's fine it's you know you can't make everybody happy it's going to stir stuff up that's what group therapy does um and then and then I had another one get mad at me for the activity that I was doing because it brought stuff up Mm. for them and um so it it definitely is making me question like how to how to you know do this because yeah, and I, I, I guess from what you're saying is that um, also that those um, particular two individuals, you would have had a sense of more containment if you were working one-on-one with them. Yes. Yeah. So maybe it's sort of pointing you in that direction as well and saying that ultimately one-on-one I want to go deep with people and then closely monitor. I don't know. I'm just asking you if that's a lesson from this. I don't know whether it is. Yeah, I think um, I think that's true. Because then, you know, over this last week where I haven't, I had class and I wasn't in my practicum, and I've been processing a lot, and um, I'm like needed to keep it a little higher up, Mm -hmm. um, and and be okay with that. I just have to be okay with with that. I think I I wanted too much. Yes. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, totally understand what you're saying. When you are wanted too much, I wonder whether the, the store girl in the dream wanted too much. It's like it was, wasn't it? Another top, <laughs> another top. And I, yeah, and you're doing this job for her that should be, yeah. So there's that sense yeah. there of where do I stop um, right. providing for a part of myself that is it, maybe if the store girl is your practicum aspect. Um, I keep giving her, you know, trying on all this stuff um, mm. <laughs> try, and trying out all this stuff. Um, and wanting too much from it, giving, I'm, I'm, you know, so another spin on I'm doing somebody else's job for them is I'm, I'm, I'm giving too much of myself. So in context, I'm giving too much of myself in this process in practicum, um, because I want more, I want more to result from it. I want people to Mm. be healed. I want to do well, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's definitely Mm. Ugh, yeah, I have yeah. to. I have to give some of that up yes. because I'm lo- I'm missing out on other things for myself. Absolutely, yeah. and and amongst those are the attention to the metaphorically to the below the waist. <laughs> your grounding, um, yeah, private solidity, the ocean, the unconscious. Um, so, you know, we only have one person in the dream, apart from you, which mm-hmm. is the store girl, and, and then, oh, sorry, and then Kirsty slash Kirsten. Um, and the couple. Oh, and the couple too, yes. Now, what, they came in and she also wanted your opinion, was it? I can't remember. What, what, they came in just after the three they cops want were on. Her, they want Kurt, they want the shop owner's opinion. Right. Yeah, the couple enter the conversation and also want her opinion. Her opinion. So, um, so you don't have to give you don't have to give an opinion to them, right? Yeah, 
but they but they're doing the same thing that I'm doing yes yeah yeah so we've got the male female did you see note whether there was any um, lack of balance between male and female yin and yang in that couple no they seemed balanced actually Mm. like as a they were a unit you know Mm. and I saw them that way so they were a balanced unit and they wanted her opinion. They wanted her to do her proper job, which was be the, <laughs> be the store attendant. Yes. Yeah. I was trying to get her. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to get her opinion also. But she wasn't giving it to you. So if, if, you, take, if you take the store girl as maybe being the aspect of yourself that um, is presented in the public space of practicum, Mm-hmm. Um, and who's trying to do is doing the top-down approach and is doing all these things. Um, oh, I was going to ask a question then. It's gone. What was it? Um, yeah, so she is actually in the dream not able to do her job. She is not doing her job. Right. Right. So if, if there's a part of you, that's the part of you that's in practicum that has a job to do, According to the dream, you feel is not doing her job. She's demanding too much. She mm. wants everybody else's opinion. Oh. But she, yeah, but she's not doing her own job. So how would you relate to that as an aspect of yourself? Oh, yeah. I'm trying. Um, I'm, you know, I have to do a lot of reading, and, and there's all these things that are thrown at us for school. And I'm definitely trying to... I'm trying to do it from my head, you know. Mm-hmm. I need I need to drop in more and and yeah, on some level need to trust myself a little bit yes. more. I I've had some success, but um I'm scared to do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm afraid of being looking like a fool and like I don't know what I'm doing because I've already been a, a, accused of that by those other two people, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, which has made it really difficult for the public public space thing for right. you. Yeah. 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 So um, at the end of the dream, you do go to a changing room, and the only thing you note about it is there's no bathroom, but you think I can get access to a bathroom somewhere else. But you do say, I've got privacy, security, and in a sense, that's your blue ocean room, I felt. It was actually mauve. I, only through this process did it come to me. It's like a dark you know, um, mauve color it has the pink and the blue. Oh, okay. So, what does that what does that color mean to you? Um, it's it it's a nice color. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's um, a quiet. Yeah, it's not as deep as the dark blue but it's um deeper than the pink so oh, beautiful so deeper yeah. than the moss is deeper than the pink but not as deep as the dark blue so you'll yeah. go you're going in so maybe that sense that there's no bathroom but i can use another bathroom what would make it ideal would be really having its own bathroom which is maybe one level deeper yeah yeah so maybe. yeah and it's it's not always easy to go from one position to another to go okay i'm going to go from um public space and this that and the other and top down to being right within myself but there's always intermediate steps you can take so maybe moss is the intermediate step you know (laughs) taking things step by step yeah yeah Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, maybe. And yeah. With the, yeah. At, the, at the end of the dream, when you were in that space, and there is one other thing I want to say about it, I mustn't forget. Um, what was it you said you could hear from there? People milling around. Uh, um, and how did they feel? Um, did Were they happy, sad, whatever? Busy. Busy. And how yeah. did, And so you felt... I didn't want to be involved. Right, okay. So there's that sense, again, if we take everyone as an aspect of the self and the dream, that once you drop into that space, even if it's an intermediate moss space, is that sense of, yeah, I, I don't want to be involved in all the busyness, the, not, the, not the business, not the business as in the... The, the work but the busyness busy. yeah I don't right. want to be I want to drop into the space I have been too busy there's been too much busy stuff going on I like this space and the fact that it's a change room yeah that is what you call it in a store but it's yeah. a place where we go to change so right you know, we're, yeah. we're looking at a change a shift within yourself here yeah I really um when I woke up with that yesterday I I really liked that Mm. concept like yeah I know I'm changing and um and I've been sleeping a lot and really you know decreasing the amount that I'm with talking you know yeah. with others yeah that is fantastic going for bike rides and things <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um because of time we're going to start drawing it to look at a dream alchemy practice um, although there's still so much more we we could do, but before we go there, is there one other thing in the dream that you feel that you wanted to look at? Well, just interesting. The the um, the changing room was interesting in that it didn't have the space under the door like you often see in stores or under the walls. So it ah. was the walls and the door went all the way to the floor, and ah. I was looking at that all the way to the floor, like grounded footing. Yeah, yeah, solid. Yeah, yeah, closing yeah. the gap between the top and the bottom. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, very much. Yeah. And to move on to the dream alchemy, what of all the things we've got there, what um, what stands out for you as the, uh, is there a shift there that you would like to make? Is there a limiting belief there? Is there something that you'd like to say, well, actually, I'd like to, or, or a good thing that's happening in the dream that you'd like to enhance or something you'd like to change or transform? Um, I'd like to be able to trust my self more in in the room you know with the group and um be okay mm. with the silence yes be okay with the silence one thing that i think of and this is just my association when i think of moss as the color but particularly as the as the plant <laughs> um is that it tends to be in silent places like you go yeah. deep into a forest and you've got moss on the fallen trees and it's kind of quiet. And to really appreciate moss, you, you really, like you can appreciate it in landscape, but to appreciate it as a um, the, the intricacies of the plant, you have to get down on your hands and knees and actually look mm. at the structure of it. So there's a very sort of deep in the forest, silent, grounding, um, on the way to being dark blue ocean kind of feeling about moss. Would, would you agree with that? Yeah, I yeah. definitely do. Yeah. So we could play with that symbol of the mossy. So for people listening in that don't know what dream alchemy is, it's when you um, want to create a, a, a change, particularly an unconscious um, shift. 
you take either a dra- dramatic element of the dream or a symbol of the dream and you change it so that because a lot of the symbols of a dream come from our own unconscious mind that is the language of the dream for that particular dreamer you meredith yes. um, we then play play around with those and change those symbols or change the dramas and what that does is actually reprogram the um, unconscious mind or rewire the brain so one of you may have your own ideas too but one thing that was jumping out to me was maybe to um, get the idea of combining the feeling in the dream of being in the moss peaceful changing room place where you particularly notice that the walls go down to the ground uh, to combine that kind of feeling and and not wanting the busyness around you wanting the, the sort of silence and the essence of the promise that that part of the dream holds and to maybe combine that with when you're actually in practicum and you're in the group situation i'm thinking along the lines of i can refine it later of in that situation bringing up the feeling that your feet are on are in moss that you've even got bare feet mm. and you can feel the moss under your under your feet and that it, uh, you notice the the moss like a like a carpet um, oh. And there are there are no gaps that you're grounded and that you're drawing on the feeling that you had in the dream of the of the the privacy and security. So that even though you're in a public group, well, a private public group, you've got privacy within yourself and you've got security, which kind of relates to the trust that you're you're seeking. Something along those lines. How does that feel to you? Yeah, I I I like that. Um... I think what what happens for me is I worry that there, you know, that others can see what's going on <laughs> um, because I am, you know, open. Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah, or that they'll, you know, um, if somebody says something wondering, you know, why I'm not doing something that they want me to do or whatever, I... I worry that I'm doing something wrong. Yes, so, yeah. Y- yeah. Um, so so it would be that sense of making this so simple that nobody would know what you were doing. So it could be, for example, um, having a piece of fabric that looks like, that is moss-coloured in your, in your pocket or around mm. your wrist. It could be um, really splashing out and buying moss-coloured shoes <laughs> and wearing them. Um, so something that's actually, rather than visualising the moss under your feet, that you can actually are holding or wearing that's moss-coloured. And that when you're not in the group, when you're, when you're at home, you know, and you're in your own space, you really uh, meditate on that piece of um, cloth that you've got or shoes or whatever it is, or the, the colour of moss or the feel of moss, or even make a little moss garden, you know, like we used to do as yeah. children, something yes. like that, yeah, and really immerse so much in that moss feeling, and, and when you're doing it, bringing in that sense of my feet are on the ground, and maybe I'm even in that deep blue ocean space, so you associate that, doing that kind of work and, and association and immersion when you're not in the practicum, so that when you're in the practicum, you simply, or you've got a ring that's moss coloured, or you're bracelet or your wristlet or your shoes that you can just in any situation remind yourself yeah I've got my moss shoes on and you don't have to right. go further than that because you've already programmed the rest of your body and I know you'll have techniques to do this programmed your body the whole of your body and the whole of your mind to um to go with what you've chosen the moss represents so even though you're still paying attention or you've got a suicidal person in the group that's complaining about you or whatever there's some part of yourself um at, at a deeper level that is going moss 
you've got mm. this moss mm. mm-hmm. so yeah that sounds really yeah. good yeah so i'm not i'm not going to further define that dream alchemy practice because i think you've got enough to make it work for you to further take that creativity that orange shirt (laughs) and um and and make that work for you do you feel you've got that yeah i do yeah okay yeah the practice up to you know not in practicum that's the key for me is yes to, to do that reprogramming yeah, that's right. And to know that absolutely at the end of the day, once you've graduated this course, you can you can choose your own way of, of uh, offering your, your gifts right. to the world. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and talking about offering your gifts to the world, we do have to wrap. You've just offered a beautiful gift of a dream and um, our joint exploration for people all over the world to listen to and not only um, learn dream interpretation and dream exploration skills but to um to be inspired by uh, a lot of your observations and thoughts and feelings and insights about life and take into their own lives so i thank you very much for that well thank you so much jane Teresa. this has been amazing to go to the depths and <laughs> um, and understand you know more about what my dream is telling me thank you very much I don't know about you, but I've got that really lovely kind of mossy, soft kind of feeling like I really want to go and pick up some moss and play with it, even though in actual real waking life, we have just come back from a lovely weekend deep in the enchanted, natural, ancient forests of Tasmania, where there was lots of moss to engage with. Maybe that's why I'm engaging with it more and feeling it more, but I love that. That was um, a lovely exploration of a dream of Meredith. And if you'd like to be a guest on a future show, the way that you do it is you go to janetheresa.com, you look at the menu, and under podcast, the dream show, under that menu, you'll find a a link to be a guest on the dream show. Um, Fill in the form there, tell me a little bit about yourself, but don't tell me anything about your dream. And then, of course, we do get quite a lot of people put their hands up. So say something that makes me really want to pick you. And if not, you'll be in a queue anyway. So... Um, love to have you if you're thinking of being guest on the show so think of doing that uh, otherwise as said as I said before you can consult me privately or buy my books or listen to all the episodes of the dream show at janetheresa.com you can do the courses at the dream academy at dream-academy-online.com and of course you can listen to all the pod- the dream show on all the major and minor podcast platforms you know apple Podcasts, spotify all of them basically they go everywhere uh, if you really enjoy the dream show share share it with your friends and colleagues we love the word to get around and that's roughly all except to say that the next episode of the dream show if you're listening to this in real time is episode 255 which is going out on the 21st of april 2022 So thank you for listening to yet another episode of The Dream Show. I know I'll be speaking with some of you between now and the 21st of April, but have a wonderful month and enjoy exploring your dreams. I'm Jane Teresa Anderson.